Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Telegraph. The Telegraph. Podcasts. The U.S. death toll tops 1,000. Ground Zero read the headline of New York's tabloid daily newspaper. Help for the UK self-employed. You have not been forgotten. And advice for staying calm over the crisis. This is Coronavirus, the latest from The Telegraph. I'm Theodora Leloudis. A bleak day in the fight against coronavirus for the United States. New figures reveal nearly 3.3 million Americans applied for unemployment benefits last week. That's four times the previous record. It's a stunning reflection on the damage the outbreak is inflicting on the economy. Filings for unemployment aid generally reflect the pace of layoffs. On Thursday, the country recorded more than 100 deaths. New York accounts for half the country's 70,000 cases and makeshift morgues are being set up in the city. I asked The Telegraph's New York correspondent Josie Ensor to give me a sense of what life was like on the ground. Ground Zero read the headline of New York's tabloid daily newspaper on the stand of my local off-licence in Brooklyn earlier this week. It would be an alarming front page for any New Yorker to wake up to, given the reference to 9-11. The state has this week become the epicentre of the outbreak in the US. Medics have been sounding the alarm. Hospitals can't seem to get the resources they need. Masks, ventilators, they're drastically short of all of them. It's so bad that the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, has appealed on Twitter for donations for protective equipment. Perhaps it is precisely because they have gone through something like this before that we haven't seen the panic buying, the chaos, the sort of behaviour that we have seen from the UK. In my neighbourhood in Brooklyn, which is one of the worst hit boroughs, people are just pulling together. Younger people are volunteering to help the old and orderly queuing systems have been worked out for the supermarkets. Cuomo's calm and confident daily press briefings have helped. Unlike President Trump's addresses, they have informed the public without scaring them even when it seems like the city has every reason to be scared. It's so odd seeing the city that never sleeps almost completely dead. Nightlife disappeared overnight. After 9pm, it's rare to see anyone out on the street now. People are just hunkering down, hoping if they stay in through spring, they might be able to get out and enjoy New York's famous hot and humid summer. Self-employed people facing financial difficulties in the UK will have 80% of their monthly wages covered by the government. Chancellor Rishi Sunak said on Thursday this will be calculated using their average monthly profits over the last three financial years. 
The scheme is available to those with taxable profits of up to £50,000 a year and who make the majority of their income from self-employment. It follows last week's announcement that full-time staff kept on by employers would also have 80% of their wages covered by the government. The support for the self-employed will be capped at £2,500 a month and will initially last three months. But Rishi Sunak said the financial help won't come before the beginning of June. But I know many self-employed people are struggling right now, so we've made sure that support is available. Self-employed people can access the business interruption loans. Self-assessment income tax payments that were due in July can be deferred to the end of January next year. And we've also changed the welfare system so that self-employed people can now access universal credit in full. A self-employed person with a non-working partner and two children living in the social rented sector, can receive welfare support of up to £1,800 a month. If you have a question about what support is available to help the self-employed, The Telegraph is holding a live Q&A at 1pm on Friday the 27th of March. The Telegraph's top money reporters and resident experts will be answering your questions. I'll put details of how to join that in the show notes to this episode. The coronavirus outbreak is now expanding faster in Spain than any other European country. Globally, it's second only to the United States in the number of new cases reported. More than 4,000 people have died in the country, and one in 10 of the country's fatalities have been recorded in nursing homes. Spanish medical staff are reporting a shortage of protective gear, ventilators and other medical equipment. Madrid-based journalist James Badcock says Spanish authorities had thought the outbreak was under control. A week ago, Spain had not reached 1,000 deaths. By Thursday, the toll was more than 4,000, with only Italy's death toll standing higher. In Madrid, the dead pile up on an ice rink awaiting burial. If we rewind to the early days of March, we see Spain with a few hundred cases, debating what, if any, lockdown measures to take. Football matches with thousands of fans continue on the weekend of March 7th and 8th, and the Sunday saw massive demonstrations across Spain to mark International Women's Day. Calls to cancel such events went unheeded. The government also ignored calls to seal off Madrid, where the majority of cases had appeared. Still, Spain's government dithered, holding two cabinet meetings in three days before the lockdown was finally imposed on March 15th. The lockdown is a solid one. Spaniards may only leave their homes, alone, for work or to buy essential supplies, and the police are actively enforcing it, issuing over 100,000 fines already. But the damage was already done. The exponential rise in positive cases and the sick has led hospitals to collapse, exposing shortages of basic health supplies and, most tragically, a lack of readiness in many old people's care homes for a pandemic like this. Bad decisions taken a month ago, or more precisely a lack of decisions, are now bearing a terrible fruit. Pressures mounting on the chief medical officer to add loss of taste and smell to the list of coronavirus symptoms. The World Health Organization says it's looking into the link following a spate of reports in people who generally show mild symptoms of the virus. In fact, a listener called Tara got in touch to tell me she was experiencing just that. About five days ago, I lost all sense of taste and smell. So I'm living with my cousin who has the fever symptoms or had the fever symptoms of corona with a high temperature. Fortunately, it's the only symptoms that I've experienced. So I've been trying to regain 
either of the uh, sensors and neither seem to work. I've been eating fresh garlic, whole onions, uh, lemons, chilli, and I, I can't taste a thing, even a whole chilli. Tara didn't know other people were experiencing the same possible symptom until she Googled it. The Telegraph's global health correspondent, Sarah Newey, says the UK's list of official symptoms is narrower than other countries. So in the UK, the NHS has a coronavirus symptom checker online, but it's solely based on three symptoms, a high temperature, a cough or breathlessness. If a user says they have none of them, the system responds that you're unlikely to have coronavirus. These are also the symptoms that the government and its chief medical advisers have flagged in all the briefings that we've been seeing on television and in the official messaging. But this is quite a different approach to other governments and other countries. In France, the online tool asks everyone 23 questions, including whether an individual has a sore throat, aches and pains, fatigue, loss of smell or loss of taste. If a person responds that they do have these symptoms, even without a fever, cough or shortness of breath, then they are told to monitor your condition carefully and limit contact with other people. The US, South Korea, Canada and Australia are among other countries that also have more extensive symptom lists than the UK. This is more in line with what is advised by the World Health Organization on their website. And if you're unsure about coronavirus symptoms, that's the place to go. But part of the problem here is that no one symptom absolutely confirms if a patient has coronavirus. And many indicators are similar to other conditions, be it a common cold or another respiratory illness. However, experts really are worried that in the UK, this narrow range of symptoms could mean that lots of people aren't taking infection seriously or that it might have been spreading more widely and people haven't flagged that they might be affected. They're really worried this might have led to a bigger, broader outbreak. We're living through a time of huge uncertainty and whilst we're trying to protect our physical health, our mental health can fall by the wayside. The podcast inbox has been full of questions on this topic. Do keep them coming. And recently I received this from a listener called Chris. He says, I'm currently under a very tight lockdown by my own choice, but with me having autism, ADHD and anxiety, I'm worried I might snap when I'm in lockdown. I've been known to lose my cool very quickly in situations like this. Have you got any tips and advice for trying to stay calm. Chris, I'm sorry you're going through that. I really hope we can help. I sent the Telegraph's resident psychologist, Linda Blair, your question, and here's what she had to say. Hi, Chris. I'm awfully impressed with you for what you're doing with all the problems that you have to live with. It's impressive. I have a couple of pieces of advice that I hope will help you. Um, the first one is to, to not think of it as all day. I have all day. But when you wake up, Think of your day in chunks. So say you wake at 8. Say, I have now until 10. What am I going to do between 8 and 10? And so on and so forth until you're ready for bed. Try to keep a regular schedule if you can. Getting up in particular at around the same time of day will really help steady your mood. The next thing is to find a safe way to let off your energy so it doesn't build up and you feel like you're going to explode. So, for example, you might get some gym equipment if you have any available. Uh, if you don't, you can use bags of sugar <laughs> to lift as weights or things like that. At the end of each day, the important thing is to write down two things that you think you managed to do well today. Because what you want to do is be able to look back in that piece of, on that piece of paper and see that you are getting through in a positive way. Now, I really wish you luck, and um, 
I think you can do it. You sound very determined. Go for it. As these days roll into one for those of us who are working at home, I actually think we could all take something from from breaking the day into trunks. If you have a question you'd like one of our journalists or experts to answer, send me a voice note. It's coronaviruspodcast at telegraph.co.uk or just type it in an email. This is Coronavirus, the latest from The Telegraph. I'm Theodora Leloudis, and I'll be back on Friday evening with another update. You can stay up to date with all our news and analysis for free for the first month of your subscription and for just £3 a week for the next three months. Go to telegraph.co.uk slash audio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 